We've gotten to the point with the marketing juggernaut that is Travis Kelsey that when he says he's a big no rules guy, I'm just waiting for like the Outback Steakhouse sponsorship to pop up right around the corner with that clip being used. Like we, he is a marketing machine more than almost more than he's a football player at this point. Super Bowl 58 now just four days away alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. I'm Chris Mack. It is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Final hour of the show. We'll talk to Sammy P. Nick Costos checks in as well. Our lightning bets before we wrap up this. The second hour, we'll do our NFL year in review, this time focusing on the AFC South. We love to draft things, and we love to bet on things. Yesterday, we did game props. We did a draft of them. So today, we figured with the big game prop bet challenge inside your BetMGM app, why not draft some player props? Uh, BetMGM giving online sportsbook customers the chance to win a grand prize of up to $58,000 or, well, the 58th edition of the big game. If you predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of eligible users, you could win. Just go into your promotions tab on the BetMGM Sportsbook and then create an entry in the big game prop bet challenge. Your chance to win up to $58,000 if you can predict the most big game prop bet questions correctly out of all eligible users. Maybe let's give them a few ideas here with our Super Bowl player prop draft. Are we ready? Paul Aspen, executive producer. Uh, Do we have the draft board built? I think I'm going first overall. Is that correct? That is correct. You start us off today. We'll go Chris, Joe, Aaron, me, Jake, snake draft, just like yesterday. See how many rounds we get through. All right, I'm going to keep it simple with the first one. The guy we were just talking about, Travis Kelsey. Six and a half receptions is the prop. It's really juiced. Minus 150 in some spots right now. But look, 11 of his 17 postseason games, he's played with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback. He's hit this number. I want to say in three others, he's come this close with six receptions. So Kelsey over six and a half receptions is our first uh, overall pick, Joe, in our Super Bowl player prop draft. All right. I wasn't sure uh, which Kelsey prop you were going to go with. Hmm. That's So do I go with another Kelsey? Do I go elsewhere? You know, yeah. I'm going to go 70 and a half. All right, I'll bite. I'll go yards. over 70 half on yards. Yeah. Yeah, look, I mean, he's got 12 straight playoff games. Uh, he, he's gone over the number. I know the stat was 69 and a half. So, I mean, one more yard, I believe he, he's hit all of those, if not most of them. And you look at uh, San Francisco against tight ends, like they've been getting torched by all the good ones. And then you've got Kelsey uh, playing hot, coming off arguably his best game of the year against Detroit. Uh, they just gave up over a hundred yards to the position. Arizona wasn't that long ago, 172 against the position, almost 100 to Hawkinson and company. Like, you can get after, uh, you can put up some yardage as a tight end against San Francisco's defense. So, yeah, I, I, I thought by now this number would be closer to the mid-70s. So, at 70 and a half, I'm good with that. Kelsey over on the receiving yards. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to go in a different direction. On the other side. Kyle Juszczyk, over three and a half receiving yards. I love it. I mean, he's only gone under this twice. If he's catching a ball, he's probably going over that. He obviously had a big game against the Lions, um, but 
I think he might be looking towards him. And if he just gets one catch, he'll go over that. Hmm. Watching Paul try to type use check correctly in the notes. Yeah. What do you go with? (laughs) What do you go with? J-U-S-C-Y-Z-K. I feel like that's close, right? That's pretty close. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty sure that's right. Is it? Yeah. It's not CK. It's just K. Or did you say CK? All right. Hey, redemption for Nick. losing in seventh grade on sirloin and the spelling bee in front of the entire school. So shout out me. All right. Thank uh, God. I just threw a lot, of cons- a lot of consonants together and saw what happened. All right. So I will stick with the Kelsey angle. But I got a different way to think about it. What if we go Kelsey most rushing plus receiving yards at 10 to 1? Not going to have any rushing yards. But if he puts up like one... 50, 140, maybe 125, you're still getting there at a great price, much better price than most receiving yards. So that was how I was thinking about that one. Hold on. Let's not bury the lead. Did you, uh, for the big trip, you got a haircut? I've had had this haircut. No fluffiness? The other day, Aaron was calling you fluffy. I know, but he cut it. It's This is late. You're late to the party. I don't know. I'm not really listening. Maybe I combed it today. One thing about Paul, he woke up fresh and wanting Stromboli. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that so great with some like some red sauce? You're back because you're back home, right? Not at six a.m., dude. Well, it's easy. He's setting a day. You can wake up all later. Yeah, Yeah. that one hour changes everything. (laughs) It's huge. (laughs) (laughs) It makes eating lunch or dinner during the show acceptable. I do it all the right? time. Right? See, Aaron knows. Yeah. <laughs> bully, filet of yeah, fish, this is definitely the side of history you want to be on, Paul, for sure. <laughs> a burger. A of By the way, I was, I <laughs> that's was a good out. combo. Like, burger at a Super Bowl party, don't need too much. Slider, yes. Could be mm-hmm. a burger slider, could be a pulled pork slider, something like that. Don't need a full on burger. Wait, instead of sur- you guys should open a restaurant. Instead of surf and turf, We've got Stromboli and filet fish I think that would sell. <laughs> it's basically surf and turf. I feel like there's some copyright issues you're going to run into there. Maybe. Pretty good. Something to marinate on. Jake? What do you got, Jake? All right. Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, my brand from yesterday. Harrison Butker, over one and a half field goals made. Just We obviously think this is going to be a kicking game, and I know yeah. Joe definitely had this written down, so I'm going to take it first uh, before it comes off the board. So going to take Harrison Bucker over one and a half field goals made, and then on the wraparound, I'm going to go MVS over 13 and a half longest receptions. If he's getting one reception in this game, it's going to be longer than that. And yeah. we just had the, bu- the bump back. Kelsey saying no rules. MVS is the ultimate no rules guy. So... Chuck it up at the end of the game, uh, over 13 and a half long. Also, also the ultimate no hands guy, but I mean, hey. Famously, feels... except last week, so we'll take yeah. it. Or two weeks ago, whatever. You yeah. steal it? Okay. Steal from you, Paul? So, actually, no, but I was looking okay. at that. MVS adjacent. So, he's got two. This guy. MVS, I'm, tr- I'm debating between. MVS longest reception of the game at 10 to 1. Or MVS first player with a reception of twenty plus yards at sixteen to one. I think we'll go MVS longest reception of the game at ten to one. 
I don't want to like okay. dabble with him having to be the first guy to get the ball. Like Jake just said, maybe it's just a garbage time chuck. But he can definitely go for anywhere from 30 to 60 on one catch. Uh, so that's the way I'll play MVS. Who's a favorite for that? Longest reception of the game. Yeah, Rice was up there. Ayuk. Ayuk was up Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Well, Chris has a touchdown over 86 and a half yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I don't care who gets it. Just somebody. I do, Chris. All right. I do. (laughs) You do. Yeah. Uh, Paul goes MVS adjacent. Um, Aaron, do you want to go use check adjacent? That sounds like two words I don't know how to spell. (laughs) No, I'm done on uh, those prop bets. I will go... Debo Samuel over four and a half receptions made. Uh, we see him in the slot quite a bit. He obviously went over this, I think, seven uh, in the last game. Now, there are quite a few games where he's landed on four, so it's a bit scary. But mm-hmm. I think in this matchup, I like Debo to go over four and a half receptions. All right. I've got uh, another KC prop. Went Kelsey Yarges last time. This time I'm going Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Mahomes not to throw an interception. Not. He has uh, does not have a turnover last four games. He does not throw an interception his last six playoff games. So I went over his 17 career playoff games. He has not thrown an interception in 13 of them. And this wow. is about a pick for no interception. Um, yeah, he's he's learned his lesson. Like, he's had a couple of two-pick games, but aside from that, pretty clean over his career in the postseason. And for this to be about even money, maybe minus 115. I see minus 110s out there. Not to throw a pick. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take Mahomes no interceptions. That's a good one. I like that one. I wish I would have thought of it. Um, instead, I'm going to go the opposite direction of Aaron's last pick. I'm going to go Debo under. Four and a half receptions. It's plus money, plus 105. What? Since week three, since week three, wow. he's he's hit this number just four times out of 14 games that he's played. So early on in the season, Aaron's right. Debo was producing, especially out of the slot. Maybe he does it against Kansas City. I, though, am banking on Debo, not racking up the catches. So I'm going to go Debo under four and a half receptions. And then for my wraparound pick, We mentioned Ayuk. I've mentioned him a couple times. I don't know how many catches he'll get. I'll be honest, I don't know how many yards, but I do like him for his longest reception to go over 24 and a half yards at minus 120. He uh, did that nine times in 18 games this season, three of his last five, six of his last 10. His longest reception has been over 24 and a half. He's coming off the NFC Championship game, butterfly on the shoe, all that noise. Uh, So give me Ayuk. Longest catch over bug. 24 and a half yards. Ladybug. Butterfly. Ladybug, sorry. please. God. I'm sorry. My, my apologies, Jake. I'm sure your middle school notebook had plenty of drawings of both butterflies and ladybugs, so you're very careful about that distinction. Yeah, dude. They call me Mr. Ladybug. <laughs> Great movie. So you're always getting lucky? <laughs> <laughs> Some like Not based on the text I got yesterday. Oh man! Oh. Come on, you can't just put that out there and just. Oh yeah, we're gonna move it along. Oh. Yeah, we'll, Where, we'll see. What, what state did that come from? <laughs> Where do you think? Yeah, take Illinois. Take a wild guess. Rhode Island. No. Oh, Rhode Island. Sure did. The Eastern Seaboard. Oh no, dude, she Rhode loves Island. you. Yeah. Something about that girl on Tuesday nights. 
Was it, was it first question? horny? It was a text. First. <laughs> was it a was FaceTime? It text. No. Uh, Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for spelling that out. <laughs> first <laughs> item in Let's Go or Hell No will involve this text message. I'm just saying. It was a picture no. of Oh, my God. <laughs> Chill, dude. We need to. We should make up our own Madison prop bets. She's got no game if she's not sending pictures. I'll yeah. let her know. Oh, no game. What kind oh. of? No, oh, I got a lot of. Comments. That was a crazy thing to say. <laughs> got no game. No. Game. Uh I mean, she's already a radio star. Is she aware of this? <laughs> I, I gotta imagine no. I'm I'm sure I would have heard about it by now if she was aware. <laughs> or Spin Zone is, it, is, is aware years? and is leaning into the bit. Leaning yeah. into it keeps her name out there. Which would be crazy. I would have to respect that. I would have to respect that if that were the case. That'd be an awesome bit. That'd be good. I love is this it. the first time since like the last time? Oh. That's generally how things go, Paul. Yeah. First time since last time is generally how these things work. I love that because in the middle of that sentence, Paul knew. He's like, oh. He realized where it's going. But you all know what I mean, too. From like a monthly. Yeah, yeah. Is this like a monthly occurrence? Is it quarterly? You guys just check in every now and then. What's what's the end? She's got a reminder on her calendar. Yeah. First of all, I am doing no checking in. The checking in is not happening on my end. First of all, I'd like to make that very clear. Uh, I don't know. Last time it was a Tuesday though too, so that was pretty weird. I don't know. Maybe it is a recurring calendar reminder. That was one of my friends' theories. My one of my friends, actually, Aaron's. Yeah. That it that there's like a, she works from home on Wednesdays and she's got like a Tuesday night book club, gets into a bottle of wine or something, just fires off a text. Oh. Can't rule it out. You think you're the only one? Or is she like Oh wow? Hey. I mean no. how I mean, I how can I not be crossing what am I gonna do? Get on a plane tomorrow? Like be so for real. Have you looked at flights? Like, do you know no. where you have what to fly the text say? I have, Yeah, what was the I opening have no line? desire to ever go to Rhode Island. I'm way good Why on not? the East Coast. Beach I got I to gotta respect myself at some point. Jake probably responded <laughs> with a meme her, from his older. Her texts have been a little boring. Like, if she misses you, I'm going to need her to step uh, it up a little the, bit. The text yeah. was as follows. Remember when you used I to come over too. after work and make dinner and we'd sleep over? Oh your, my god! In your response? <laughs> okay. She's getting there, there wasn't one. I didn't know what to say. I was done. You haven't responded? Was, yes. No, I didn't know what to say. Okay. Coming up next well, yes, on Becky Well Daily. Like, yeah. We help Jake craft a response to Madison's text. <laughs> sure That's <aren't>. next. Yes. <laughs> Tweet us Plus, at Well Daily. No. <laughs> yes, your suggestions. What should Jake text C- Crowdsource the Whatever answer. Whatever gets the most votes wins. Something about a Super Bowl, too. Sammy P, Nick Costos, BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? 
People ask stupid things at Super Bowl Media Day. It happens. What do you want? Welcome back into BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Uh, um, Brock Purdy being compared to Lee Harvey Oswald in appearance. I mean, um, can, what? Yeah, he is no, it there. It looks like him a little bit, but like Brock, it's okay. Just say don't like it instead yeah. of I don't know. That's not what I would want. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, there's I would a, a little bit there, I guess. But yeah, just blow by that one and keep on moving. There's. Isn't everybody told at some point that they look like a celebrity? They're like, yeah, I wish I didn't hear that one. Like, probably or famous yeah, person. I, I brought it up last week. <laughs> I know. I was waiting. That's what I was setting you up for. <laughs> What's her name again? Oh, the worst was Blossom. I hate Maya Bialik. You look. When you were a kid, you looked like Maya Bialik. No I, way. I think my brother did said that to me just to make me mad. Yes, but oh, just I wanted to get under not. your skin. Yeah, I did not like that comparison at all. I don't know what you looked like as a kid, but my guess is you looked more like six than Blossom. (laughs) (laughs) Who was the dad on the show? I guess when you're a little brother, you got to find someone. Well, everybody, if we're being real, everybody thought Blossom was ugly. And so that's probably why. (laughs) Yeah, he was just trying to, he was just trying to get after you. That's all. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. Yeah. That show became after like three episodes, just Joey Lawrence going whoa over and over again. And oh, uh, if you, if, <laughs> so uh, bad. Joey, we're we're aging ourselves at this point. Anyway, then they did a serious episode. He became an alcoholic. And was like, what is that? What is this? That was a rule, by the way. <laughs> Every late Every... '80s, early '90s sitcom had to have on a very special episode of Blossom. Oh yeah, and what then, was uh, yeah. what was the show on Fox the that they. They all lived in a house. Nobody had any parents. And then the one guy was was a became a drunk at some point. It's like it happens in every, all of these series. Every every sitcom. Yes. Yeah. Um, Super Bowl Fifty Eight is four days away. Uh, we have talked about it from just about every angle, but we talked to somebody who's out there right now for BetQL, the host of You Better You Bet. Nick Costos joins us one hour from now at the top of the hour. Sammy P joins us uh, with an interesting look at prop bets. Uh, He just wrote something up for Fox Sports, actually, uh, about the origin of prop bets. Um, They haven't existed forever. They came about uh, for several reasons, and uh, they're one of our favorite things about Super Bowl week and football in general. So we talked to Sammy P in about 40 minutes. We can continue our NFL year in review, division by division as well, in 20 minutes with the AFC South an up-and-coming division maybe, at least a lot of young quarterbacks in that division. We'll get into that in about 20 minutes as well. But let's play another exciting edition of Let's Go or Hell No. We'll talk Super Bowl, hoops, golf, a little bit of everything. Paul, where do you want to start? Well, I was thinking we could start like with the, the famous person. So are we out on just compare? Let's go or hell no. Out on just comparing, telling anyone they look like any famous person or just like, I don't know, a guy that murdered the president. Like, are you just out on telling let's go or hell no. Uh, let's like tell someone they look like someone famous or someone who's like 
a bad famous person. Yeah, that would that's a bad one. I think we're out on that. Um, yeah. If you're looking for a funny response, and then you know it did kind of go viral. People are talking about if you Google search it, there are a lot of stories written up about this. Wait, this is kind of true, or this is ridiculous. So I guess mission accomplished for the reporter. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Murderer, yeah. no. No, Bad. hell no, no. I, 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 I'm not going around telling people they look like uh, one of the mo- most well-known assassins of all time. I think I think I'm good on that. Hell no. Telling someone they look like a famous person should be in the same category as asking a woman if she's pregnant. And oops, no, Ooh. she's just fat. She's not pregnant. It could it could really backfire on you quickly. Man. However, there is one exception. I do think the Martin Luther King uh junior appearance at the ravens game like that one i thought that one was good (laughs) why why do people why do people ask that question to women are like what good can come of it maybe they don't i don't know maybe they don't want to share trying to be complimentary or like congrats sort of thing or but what if they i would never do it not because i've seen has anyone ever done it i've seen too much risk involved Hated nope. forever. Yeah. When they see them show up at school to pick up their kid, the group of people cursing at them. Can you believe? And it was an overweight woman that said this to someone else who was actually in good shape. So uh, nothing good can come of it. <laughs> nothing. I feel like a lot of our show is assessing risk and way too risky. <laughs> that is exactly risky. That is dicey. Yeah. So that's a hell of a ever... told me I look like a Persian Kevin Love. That was pretty weird. <laughs> what does it? I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. Buddy, me either. Thank you. Was he Persian? Have you ever been just told Kevin nope. Love? Nope. Not That was the first time I'd ever heard that. I was you sitting by myself. I was sitting by myself waiting for one of my friends, and this guy just comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, everyone ever told you you look like a Persian Kevin Love? And I was like, I get Can't that every heard that one before. Thanks, dude. <laughs> so why 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 is Persian where he goes? Like what? Yeah. I mean, Jake doesn't you just Persian say roots, so I give him credit for that. Sure, sure right. don't. Wouldn't you just say you kind of no. look like Kevin Love? <laughs> Persian man. Can, can we just talk about how confidently Paul goes? Jake has Persian roots. Nope. Shoot out, my man. She was kidding, right? Speaking of the risk. (laughs) Yeah. Swing and a miss on that one. What's your heritage? We've talked about Jake's heritage multiple times. We talk about a lot of things about my life multiple times on this show. What are you? Give us a breakdown. What's the pie chart? Uh, Yeah. a quarter Colombian, a quarter Arabic, and my mom would be really upset if I didn't say it, and also half white on all of her side. So shout out to that. But I always tell people Arabic and Colombian because it's more fun and more intriguing. Nobody cares if you're half white. Got it. Yeah, okay. But at this wow. point, it's over. Okay. It's, right. it's over. Like, you can't even – good luck trying <laughs> to break over. it down. I can't, I can't break it down for my kids what they are. Mm-hmm. My wife isn't completely sure about everything, and I'm – Polish German Norwegian. No, so like like get, now we're at the really point, that like, you're you're eighteen your, things. Yeah, go Yeah, if you're really that we interested, get your twenty three and me. I was gonna yeah. say let's yeah. do it in the off season. We all come back with our results. 
We I, could bet I know it's on not coming back. Persian. <laughs> Are you sure? But Are you, you don't know that. You don't yeah, know I'm, what if you I'm right? I'm Maybe not. Paul's right. Maybe Paul's right. Yeah. Paul, Paul knew me better than myself the whole time. Yes. He's got yes. an eye for this. <laughs> How do you know that? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sounded good. All right. He's the most uh, international on guy the on the show, so he knows these things. That's true. It's true. I just randomly it's go true. up to people in bars, and you look like a Persian Kevin Love. Uh, moving on from <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald and the Kennedy assassination, uh, let's go or hell no. George Kittle's toe injury is a thing and makes you want to bet under 48 and a half. I will say that is a hell yes for me. Let's go famously with toe injuries, but let's go or hell no on this being a thing and how you want to bet Kittle. Are you, are you really betting it or no? I'm, I'm oh yeah. That one. You're betting the toe boys got to stick together. Under 48 and a half, mostly for the <sighs> brand, but yeah, I'm not betting that. Man. I'm not betting that at all. It, it's already pretty low. 27 against the Lions, 81 against the Pack. You look at the regular season, up and down. So It explains the I number. Pass. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, whether it's I, – I don't know if it's necessarily the toe thing. It's just like Aaron was saying, the inconsistency of Kittle – do I want to bank on under 48 and a half? I've leaned that way on a bunch of under props already. So I might go there with you, Paul, but I don't know if it's necessarily because of the toe injury or just because I expect this to be a low scoring, low event, low offensive game. All right. He's gone Moving under on seven times, troops. including the playoffs. Yeah. It's funny. Cause he'll pop for like a long first splash play. Right. Um, just gotta be limited play. His his monster uh, games this season are, are in garbage time when San Francisco's getting whipped. Is that in play? Possibly, but that's when he has those crazy, you know, one nineteen or whatever performances, one seventy something. I believe this year in another game that was non competitive. Uh, all right, let's skip college hoops for now because Chris loves college hoops uh, and talk some golf. So Wyndham Clark was anywhere from 80 to one to hundred to one. Uh, so uh, like, let's call it hundred to one. Cause it's another triple digit outright. Mm-hmm. Apparently he's also a cheater. I don't know exactly what happened, but there was some controversy at Pebble beach. Uh, so let's go or hell no on another triple digit outright this week at the Phoenix open. And who you got Joe? Oh man. No, I'm going to go a, a, a hell no. I'll do a hell no on this. It's usually we don't, it, Waste management, we don't have to go too far down the board, I'd say, most of the time. I mean, you look at the last couple, Scheffler, Kepka. um, It is fun, though, that Sunday waking up. If you've got somebody live in the fourth round and watching this while you're waiting around all day uh, for the Super Bowl. Um, I had one of those Hideki's. He won in a playoff. So, yeah, I mean, typically you don't have to go down the board at all. And that's kind of why I really didn't even – do anything here because if I think it's going to be 20 or shorter outside of a major, uh, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere, but um, yeah, it's not one of those tournaments. There are a lot of them lately where you, you would search for bombs, but this is not one of them. Yeah, I'm not either. I mean, even Justin Thomas, I feel like one of these favorites will probably win it, but just for funsies, 
let's go or hell no. You would rather attend the Phoenix Open than be in Vegas for the Super Bowl. I'd say let's go. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Let's go 100%. Amateur hour out there, right? Yeah. Both places. <laughs> but, you know, I'd rather go to Phoenix. Less crowded. You know, it's still fun. So here's yeah, here's the thing. Less margin for error. And what I mean by that is less opportunity for me to really screw up big in Phoenix than there is in Vegas. Vegas, big opportunity to really just totally get sideways and you wake up two and a half days later and go, what the hell did I just do? Phoenix, a lot less likely for that. And you know what? You're going to know a lot more people in Vegas right now. Just like media connections. Somebody's a better chance somebody sees you doing something stupid. Like, I don't know these 20-somethings at the Phoenix Open. It's fine. Right. I'm just there to have a good time. Exactly. Yes. As for the winner, I, I I do like you guys feel like this is a lot more like a Scheffler, Spieth, Homa spot. And Spieth and Homa are about 16. Scheffler's five. Um, I do like what you mentioned about Hideki, Joe. He's 40 to one at BetMGM. I think if you're looking for somebody down the board, that would be my look as well. Um, but yeah, I think I do lean hell no on another on another long shot this week. The waste management seems to be a spot where things kind of find their level and the big names stick out. They handle the they handle the atmosphere too. Like it's it's a raucous atmosphere. It's a little more yeah. intense. Um, this isn't the the thin quiet galleries of Hawaii and you know early season California. This is everybody's there and you hear them. So I trust the guys who've been there done that. Yeah. One guy I can't get behind at 20, like Ben on is 28. Like that just seems like a super short number and kind of Joe, a lot of these numbers are short. The the closest I would go is Sung Jay at 30. Um, he's fourth in true strokes gained here at uh, Scottsdale over 16 rounds. T six last year. So I'll sprinkle him. And then if you want one bomb, this is a, course that values like total driving with distance plus accuracy austin Eckro at 150 to one fifth in total yeah. driving 17th last year um off to a decent start this year so that could be one bomb but this is gonna be a much smaller card than yeah i mean burst real quick like birds yeah. is 22 you can't even get a good number maybe post yeah, in no. 35 he's playing well good history but not too far down yeah uh, real quick on college hoops, South Carolina with another win last night, 68-65 versus Ole Miss. Uh, they're right at the top, uh, at tied for second in the SEC at 8-2, and two, but they're 12-1 to one to win the conference. Any interest there, anybody? Mm, no. I, there's, there's, too much, there's too much high-powered stuff going on at the top of yeah. the SEC right now between Bama, Auburn's just blowing people out routinely. Um, you still got Tennessee to deal with. Um, I'm not even including Kentucky at this point, but no, I think it's too much for too much in the way between South Carolina and a conference title. Yeah, not not a bad number. Uh, they're going to have to deal with Tennessee, the second to last game of the year. They still have Auburn on the road. The schedule isn't as daunting as you as you would think. So there's a chance, but yeah, there's a lot of teams to leave from to stay ahead. Three and two and quad one. I think it's a good number, but it also, I'll probably just pass. NFL Year in Review continues with the AFC South next on BetQL Daily. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.
BetQL. A comparison was just made during the break to Barry Trotz that I'm not going to be able to get out of my head for the rest of the day. Maybe we'll save that for BetQL Daily after dark. Uh, it is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Chris Mack alongside Aaron Hawksworth and Joe Ostrowski. Nick Costos going <laughs> to join us live from Vegas in about 40 minutes. In 20 minutes, our guy Sam Panayotovich, uh, Sammy P, to talk about props, what he likes in Super Bowl <laughs> 58 as well. <laughs> as we continue right here on You think Twitch. she looks like Billie Eilish? Becquiel. We're trying to figure Madison? out. Madison's a um, uh, celeb comp. I bet she's hmm. I bet she's got some Billie Eilish vibes, but I don't think a totally yeah. Billie Eilish all I just way. googled Jake Hassan Madison to see if I can and find any old any posts in there. A Madison hits? underscore blue, but I don't think that's related. So mm. Paul just asked in the uh, chat, does she look like Avril Lavigne? Oh no. Jake, Jake is a oh, skater boy. No. Say, what about Maggie Jack? She popped up the... on my feed, and I was like, why am I following her? Oh, yeah, Jake has a crush on her, and I randomly yeah, followed her like crush. two years ago. <laughs> she said, see you later, Wait, boy. on Snooki? Snooki? No, Avril. The Avril oh, Avril. might be a little I too. Saying, wait I might second. be getting red to filth right now. <laughs> this is tough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait, did I nail I... it? Avril? You're not. Now that I think about it. It's not, oh, it's, no. it's much closer than I'd care Let's to admit. Let's go. Oh, nice. you are so person. Unbelievable. <laughs> what? So hot today. No wonder you're not responding to those texts. Huh. What? Man. From her. Skater skater boy Jake. You're you're out um, on Avril, Joe? I just I think there's crazy there, so I'm assuming there's crazy. Oh with yeah. Me. There's there's some crazy. Yeah. Fun, some really fun thing. crazy, but it's a, a really little good thing I have therapy tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need it. Um, before before we get to anything else, Super Bowl Fifty Eight related. Why'd she divorce Chad Madison? Jake came in after yeah. Chad Croker. <laughs> Do you want to be Nickelback sloppy seconds? Does anybody want that? No. Ever in life? Um, no. No. Uh, year in review, AFC South edition. As we work our way through division by division, the division of young quarterbacks, right? Like CJ Stroud, the best in the division. I think we'd all agree, or certainly has the most upside uh, ahead of him. Do we necessarily trust Trevor Lawrence anymore in Jacksonville? Anthony Richardson, we have no real feel, I don't think. We have an idea of what he may be capable of, but he played so little last year before getting injured. And then in Tennessee, We've got a guy that puts mayonnaise in his coffee and Will Levis, but he's got some of that, I said it earlier this year, Mayfield swag, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, if this quarter, if this division is going to be dictated by quarterbacks over the next five to ten years, Aaron, um, I don't think you can do any better than C.J. Stroud, obviously. The question then is, how do the rest of them fall in line? I think the Texans just keep moving forward. Love C.J. Stroud, um, the defense playing well. Uh, D'Amico Ryan's phenomenal in his uh, first year as head coach. So I think there's a lot of upside um, for the Texans. I wonder what their win total will be. Will it be like 10 and a half? 
that might be tough. Um, they were 10 and seven this year, followed by the Jags. I just, maybe it's because I've bet on the Jags. The Jags have been like the chargers for me. Like you think they're going to be good. And then they just disappoint you. Um, although nine and eight, I guess, isn't terrible. It's not like they were six and 11, uh, like the Titans, but I think this will be the Texans division again, Joe. It's a terrible second half for the Jaguars. So are they going to be able to yeah. figure that out? Let's remember where they were at, at, at a point. Like the Texans were not expected to win the division. They needed the Jags to free fall uh, to get there. So tomorrow might be another one of those days, just like last year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, the same team. There's a possibility that they have the coach of the year as well. Uh, I'm trying to be careful because we do see, quarterbacks that are terrific in the rookie season that do take steps back. Um, it's a, it's a yeah. good young group of receivers that dealt with a lot of injuries at the end of the year. So moving forward, you know, you would expect those guys to stay healthy. So the last quarterback to win offensive rookie was Herbert, right? Um, not his fault with what's happened. And he's also dealt with some injuries before that. It was Kyler. We've seen big steps back from Kyler since then. Not entirely his fault. He's lost a lot of weapons around him, but it's it's noteworthy. Uh, Dak in 2016, great numbers, but hasn't won anything big. Um, Robert Griffin III, you had all the, the injuries. Uh, Cam Newton ended up putting together a terrific career. Probably played a little bit too long. Uh, Sam Bradford, probably not what people were expecting. So... Yeah, a lot of times we're riding high and we see a quarterback win this award. They're fantastic in their first year, and we think it just continues. It's never that easy. And then the other team that's going to be talked about at the top, Trevor Lawrence, big steps backwards this season. I, I saw an interview yesterday with him, and the reporter was being just very blunt with him. And and he was approaching it in a professional manner. Like, look, man, a lot of ups and downs. And this year was a big down for you. Like, he was talking openly about it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think Doug Peterson's going to be on the hot seat if they don't make so the playoffs again. That's where I was going to go is, you know, we, we could talk about the quarterbacks being what they are. And I think you bring up a good point. Stroud could take a step back. That wouldn't surprise anybody in his second season. Lawrence, I don't think we quite know what he's capable. I think we know what he's capable of, but is there more ceiling to find there? And how consistently can he find that ceiling? And then, like I said, Richardson's a question mark still. And certainly Levis is a giant question mark. Um, but coaching yeah. wise, like you bring up the idea of D'Amico Ryan's winning coach of the year. I wouldn't have a problem with that. Um, you've got a relatively new guy one year in an indie, and you're going to have a new guy in Tennessee. So then you, you pivot to Jacksonville again and you say, okay, wait, you're supposed to have the quarterback and you're supposed to have the coach now, but other than the Super Bowl year in Philly, what has Doug Peterson done in maybe what the first eight weeks of, of the 2023 season, what has Doug Peterson done to give Jags fans hope that yeah, this is the guy to put it all together. This is the guy who will help Trevor Lawrence get back on track, or this is the guy who will help build the team around him and move them in the right direction. Again, other than the first seven or eight weeks last year and the Super Bowl season in Philly, which I think was, was it necessarily about Peterson or was it just about the talent on that roster, Joe? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I wouldn't feel supremely confident in Jacksonville going forward. I, I would, would not be the least bit surprised to see another eight, nine-win season. So if I'm going somewhere else, 
I'm assuming Houston's going to be favored to win, especially after the awards that they win. Yeah. Everybody's flying high. They got a playoff win, man. They, that was not supposed to be part of the season. Their win total was five and a half, and they end up dominating in a playoff game. And then they got uh, their butts kicked in the other one. Indy. Indy's so interesting. The The range of outcomes is so wide. They have no idea what they have in the quarterback. But what we do know is they nailed the coach. They nailed the coach. Shane Steichen's a guy that I trust, uh, whether we're talking about betting, and I'd feel really good about if I'm a Colts fan. Minshew did more than expected. They go over the win total by two and a half games without the starting quarterback for almost the entire season. Uh, he did a really good job. But, um, man, there is there a high ceiling? I would guess. It, does it help him being on the sideline, just sitting and watching for basically an entire year while he was rehabbing? Maybe we've seen it help other guys. So maybe it ends up being a blessing in disguise. Um, I'm, I'm going to be really curious with this Colts number. Yeah, Aaron, I think they've, they've got to find a way to keep Pittman around. That's the only way I feel that positively about Indy going into next year. Yeah, I, I just pulled up the depth chart for that same reason. I'm like, I don't love their roster. Pittman, I mean, what are you going to get from Jonathan Taylor now? Gardner Menchu, Gardner Menchu he, he's getting the job done, but I, I just I don't think backup. I can bet on the Colts to win yeah. the division or do much. They'll probably just be average or slightly below average again. Yeah, Minshew's but in this division, starting. no. In this division, though, like, I mean, what do you think they're at, Joe? Like eight and a half, seven and a half, seven and a half, eight and a half? Um I think seven and a half would probably be too far of a regression, but you go, eight, they go nine and eight in the season uh, with a win mm-hmm. total of six and a half. Cause people didn't know what to expect. Jacksonville was also nine and eight. So Jacksonville's is higher, right? Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. I mean, like if you give me, if you, if they put out Jacksonville nine and a half, I'm going to be tempted to take under. Uh, Cause like I said, I got my mm-hmm. questions about Lawrence and Peterson. If they put out Indy nine or eight and a half, that's what I'm expecting. That's Indy kind of eight and a half, Jacksonville right nine number. and a half. Yeah, that's kind of right on the number for me with Indy, because um, like we mentioned when we talked NFC South last week, AFC South same thing. Schedule's not going to be nearly as soft this year. Um, so you, I, I subtract a win off of everybody right away because this the non division schedule is not going to be nearly as soft. Tennessee under. Whatever it is, give it to me. What's the under going to be? Uh, they closed seven and a half last year. Are they going to get like the Houston number, five and a half last year after a six and 11 season? Maybe four and a half would be way too short. But um, yeah, five and a half seems about right. I don't know who they have, honestly. They got DeAndre Hopkins and Traylon Burks as receivers. They got a ton. They got a couple uh, free agents to be on the offensive line. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six starters on defense are going to be free agents. Like, what are they? What is their plan here? Yeah. And, and that was a bad defense. So, yeah. <laughs> they're going to be replaced. Five and a half a might be guys. right. You might be right at five and a half. Probably play the under because now you don't have Rabel coaching them up anymore. Yeah. Jeez. That, that turned quickly for the Titans in a matter it's... of what? Two or three seasons, bang, especially if there's no Henry coming back. Uh, Nick Costos of You Better You Bet going to join us in 20 minutes. 
We continue our dive into Super Bowl 58. Sides, totals, props, all of it. We got lightning bets before we wrap up as well. Coming up next from Fox Sports, from Nesson and the Chicken Dinner Pod, Sam Paniatovich joins us right here on BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM.